Bad news magicians. Magicians. Oh, no. Bad news musicians. Oh. The dirty little secret's about to be out. Uh-oh. AJ McCall on VFX. I don't know if, if you saw, but I know some of our friends started getting into this discussion of who's good live and who's not. Ooh, no, I did not see this. And I thought, okay, post-ish COVID, AJ McCall on VFX. This is a discussion that needs to be had because... Of course, everyone, for the most part, is clamoring for concerts to be back, right? Everything mm-hmm. to be back. Mm-hmm. And so the last thing you'd want to do, though, fingers crossed, post-COVID, everybody would kind of put a little bit more oomph into it. Right. But the last thing you want is post-COVID to go, and then you're like, wow, that was the first concert post-COVID. I've waited two years for this, and this <laughs> Blows. sucks. You suck. So, Never want to watch you in concert again. Yeah. Like, a discussion started happening. And so some of our friends on Facebook said Avril Lavigne, Demi Lovato, The Weeknd, terrible in concert. Somehow that doesn't surprise me. Demi Lovato shocked me. Like, I feel like like she's, I don't know why. I just feel like she's super into it all the time. Like, it would be, like, that would be the thing. Right. I think they would be really good in concert for the most part. But I can see how, like, I may get a lot of flack on this one. I watched Kesha and Macklemore in concert. Right. Macklemore, I cried. Oh, he was great. So good. He just seemed like he was having a good time. Yeah, and just fed off of the energy of the crowd. And then Kesha, it was like Kesha's first concert back after everything. Yeah. And it was not what I expected it to be. Like, it was like Macklemore was such a high that Kesha was such a letdown. That's actually probably what it was. And it, it's, it's hard because it's like, I can't, how do you judge on that kind of a standard? Because if you go to a... I don't know, maybe a music festival with Demi Lovato, The Weeknd, and those guys, Avril Lavigne, and then, you know, you counteract it with maybe Macklemore's there, maybe you've got some, you know, Justin Timberlake that's there, just phenomenal. So if you're, I I would assume that it's on a scale of a whole big festival situation. Right. Well, because like I'm thinking about, so I don't feel like I've seen anybody that's terrible. I've just seen great and then probably like... Eh. Yeah. Yeah. Like Justin Timberlake was amazing. Phenomenal. When I went to uh, Music Midtown in Atlanta, Bastille is insanely good. Uh, dude, I bet. They are so much fun to see I, in concert. I would love to watch Bastille in concert. I love Bastille, but. Uh, depending on which version of Wiz Khalifa you get, I got to oh, see a little bit of him. Yeah. And he performed, but like, it was more like he was just hanging out. And, and that's cool right. too, but like, you're, you're there to probably hear his music. That's That was how. Uh, because I watched Wiz Khalifa. Wiz Khalifa was in concert with Fall Out Boy. Was and it good? was it was a pretty good concert. Okay, well, really good corn dogs. Maybe he's just feeling good concert. in Atlanta. They're good corn dogs. It's really. That was Wiz's doing, by the way. The, he was like, the hey. The best. The best corn dogs. They better have the best corn I'm not coming back. A couple others just to, to balance it out. In the same discussion, Prince, U2, Garth Brooks, AJR, all amazing is what uh, in this discussion that started breaking out among our friends. Yes. And from everything I've heard, yeah, I've seen AJR. They had technical difficulties the one time I saw them, but Ashley's seen them a bunch of times and says they're amazing. Yeah. And to Garth Brooks being amazing doesn't surprise me whatsoever. Dude, Garth Brooks, phen- I, I've seen him in concert twice. I'd go see him in concert three more times. I know. Such a good show. Yeah. For the most part, like when I see people once in concert, I'm like, okay, that's good. Checked off the bucket list. Next. No, it's fair. I I know. I totally get that. But yeah, I hear you. Uh, Yesterday, McCall and I had a little wager on how many people in the AJ McCall family have been in a fight because according to a statistic, the average American, it's one third. And I said, that's too high. McCall said, it's not close to high enough. 
We're going to find out which side it was. And ask McCall one question we got to a little bit earlier this week when she was out. Where are those rapscallions out there getting into fights, punching people in the face? Where you at? The, t- the subject yesterday was one-third of Americans have been in a fight, and I was like, no, no, way too high. And I said, like, 96%, right? <laughs> My bad. Hey, Jane McCall on VFX. Uh, Daniel sent us a message yesterday. I had to share this. It said, Bear River alumni, I was in at least two impromptu fights in the school parking lot and maybe another two in after-school activities, and I'm a nice kid, I promise. I'm telling you. Like, I went to Bear River High School, and that's why... <laughs> There's literally no shade on Bear River High School, okay? I am not trying to throw any kind of shade anywhere, but I just assumed everybody got into fights because I was almost pulled into two of them. <laughs> so that- and I have, I know. Yeah, according to McCall, like there was, there was discussion. There was like a, an assembly to discuss, you know, ball up the fist, keep your thumb out of your hand, no, right? All that. That's not at all what happened. <laughs> So, of course, we made it the poll of the day because we had the wagers. I was like, no, that's way too high. Now, I, I did it with the caveat of going in. I've, I've got odds here because in a rural area, I think fighting is a little bit more expected. I mean, heck, McCall uh, told the story of how Dustin has a best friend where they were just like, you want to fight? <laughs> All right, let's do Why it. Why not? Let's do it. Yeah. So, in our poll of the day, have you been in a physical fight? 42% of people said yes. Yeah. So, slightly above average for okay. the AJ and McCall show family. Okay. Hmm. The question I wanted to ask you, Ajay and I got in this earlier this week when you were out. We had this discussion because we were talking about celebrity boxing. Because I don't know if you saw, but Conor McGregor and MGK got in some oh, kind yeah. of a scuff. It was a big, big... Yeah. Yeah. And I said, it wouldn't surprise me if McGregor pitches some kind of celebrity boxing idea because people are going nuts with that stuff. Right. So my question is, what celebrity do you want to punch in the face? Nicolas Cage. I knew that was going to be the answer. Sorry. Ajay's Clint Eastwood. How that, dare that he? That 91-year-old man. How dare he? <laughs> I now want to punch AJ in the face. That is so mean. But it did come up, in my opinion, with one of the best threats ever. I'll see you at the premiere. I think it's a great threat. Yeah, yeah it is. That is a pretty good That I, is a pretty good threat. I told him, I was like, you can't punch him. He will literally into dust. He will just explode. He'll either, I mean, either that or he'll just whoop him and <laughs> that'll be the end of AJ. Like... <laughs> I mean, I honestly like Clint Eastwood does a lot of action movies. I wouldn't put it past him to get a good few couple of good shots. Dude, in, like Clint like, Eastwood is action movies. Period. I don't. That I just that's, he's the OG that's action the guy. Ma- action said. man. Threw me for a loop. I wanted to. I wanted to do a drive by double Paul punch. So if Fair. the Paul brothers could stand next to each other, mm-hmm. I could. <clears throat> but Bear River apparently the home of fist fights. I'm telling you, we did change the mascot. Petition now. The Bear River fists make it happen. Mm. Doesn't doesn't quite ring as well. Yeah, it doesn't. I uh, don't care what Jen says. Congratulations, first of all. Again, she's expecting. Don't care what she says. She said creepy things don't happen with kids. She is a liar. Look no further than all the stories we collected yesterday. After Ava Max, that's in about six minutes on VFX. Congratulations once again to the very lovely Jen, who's on after the AJ McCall show at VFX. She announced yesterday she's expecting. Now, it's going to be kid number two for her. We got into discussion, right? Because she talks about boogs, as she calls them, mm-hmm. all the time. And maybe it's just one of those things where I heard enough stories and I just assumed it was common occurrence. But I thought that a lot of parents had encounters with their kids in some capacity where there was, like, some kind of creepy instance, an imaginary friend. They are talking to something that, like, isn't actually there. Am I wrong? Like, I feel like I hear those stories semi-regularly. I think they're pretty uh, common. Like, for example, I mean... At my house, I have friends who will bring, like, their kids over or whatever, and sometimes they just, like, look up, and I'm like, all right, right. cool. 
So I whatever I, I asked was like, are you if you did that ever happen? Did you have a second kid? She's like, that doesn't ever happen. I was like, no, no, no. I know I've heard stories of this happening. Like I don't have a kid of my own, so I'd be like, well, this one time. But I like I feel like it totally happens. So luckily we got people nice enough waiting on the line. If you got a story to share of a kid creeping you out, four three five seven eight seven zero nine four five. But Scott, what what happened with you? So growing up, my daughter's favorite movie was Child's Play. She'd watch it all day, every day. Like it was just it was creepy that by itself. But then. One day, I was working nights, and I was sleeping during the day, and I wake up. She has both of her hands on my chest, and she's doing the chant to transfer her soul into mine. Ade, Dewe, Dumbala, and, like, raises her hand in the air. She says, give me the power, I beg of you, and she's just, like, totally serious, wants my body. No. Random question, maybe. Maybe. Why? Why did the the kid get to watch the Chucky movie? Dude, I have no idea. Chucky terrifies me, by the way. So much. Like, doll or not. Like, as an adult, I I realize I rectify the fact that I can just punt him. But for so long, terrified me. I had a friend in in high school. I stayed the night at his house one time. Only once. Because he had one of those Chucky dolls you could buy at Spencer's forever. Yeah. I was like, nope. Mm -mm. Absolutely not. Done. That was the last time. Yeah. Yeah, that's terrifying. Like, how do you rectify that? Like, all right, we're gonna just we're gonna we're gonna dip you in a bath, yep. holy water. See ya. Make sure it's fine. How, how did your kid creep you out, Dan? What's your story? All right, so it came to a point in our life where my wife and I had to move in with her great grandmother in this creepy old house, and uh, we had been experiencing some a few things here and there. And I come down to the basement. That's where we were staying. At the ceiling, having a conversation. I said, "Son, what are you doing?" He goes, "I'm talking to the people. I'm you're talking to what people?" He goes, the people who live here. I was like, you mean great-grandma? He goes, no, the mom and the dad and the two kids. And then that night, we're laying in bed. Now, keep in mind, grandma's in a walker. She's 90 years old. And we hear footsteps running across the floor back and forth for like the three hours. We went upstairs, and there was nobody up there. My son was fast asleep. That kind of is the, I mean, did the kids stir it or was like that a thing? Because like, isn't that one of the things they say pets and kids have a little, little bit easier connection to the supernatural or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. That's bad. Kelsey on the phone. Kelsey, what's your story? Um, about six months ago, we were talking about how he was born in like a non, you know, birds and bees kind of way, and he had told me that he could have broken my bones on his way out. Oh, uh, what? <laughs> He was nine, nine and a half pounds, but how would he even think about to say that, which is super creepy? And I was just like, yeah, thanks. That's nuts. Mm-hmm. I'm concerned that of the three stories, of the three calls we've heard from thus far, like two of the three are kind of violent. Just something to maybe keep an eye on. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, kids are kind of impressionable. I think if I was a kid, some spirit walked up and was like, I'll give you some candy if, like, you go cause a ruckus. I'd be like, in. All Can't right, we're with it. it. Let's do it. Like if it was specially Skittles, done. We'll Deal. do it right now. Deal. I'm on the dotted I'll, line. I'll do it yesterday. <laughs> Speaking of creeped out stories, I don't know if you saw this. YouTube actually took it down. That's how creepy it was. But did you see this, the video that went viral yesterday? The little girl having uh, wanted to save her family some money in terms of a vet bill. Nah. <laughs> Kids can be kind of creepy. Totally. And look, look, this little girl went viral because she was trying to save her parents some money, which is a great thing. AJ McCall at VFX. We're having that discussion. It started yesterday in the debate today. The video went viral, now blocked on YouTube, which I'm kind of glad I didn't want to see because I don't think I want the image in my head. Mm-hmm. But the video is a little girl walked out with a pair of scissors. No. She heard the dogs needed, quote, 
his pom-poms cut off. So she suggested that since she was equipped, she was ready to help. She didn't. No. Okay. Mom took the scissors away and explained a couple things. Okay, good, good, good. Wow. That's, whew, what a relief. <laughs> I, I'm going to rub this in Jen's face so much. This all started because she, now she's having her second kid. And she's like, oh, kids don't do creepy things. Like, my mom texted me. Ashley's worked with kids. My girlfriend texted me. Mm-hmm. We had all the stories. Now this video went viral yesterday. Ugh. Rub it in her face. Hilarious. The Stranger Bridge led Florida Night with AJ and McCall on VFX. And next week, you will be able to win your way into Stranger Bridgeland. We're going to set you up with that. We'll get into that a little bit later, though. Let's focus on getting the three headlines, AJ and McCall on VFX, and getting that Johnny O'Spudnuts gift card ending this week with a dub. Okay. Three headlines, please. Headline number one. We got a guy who did circles in a parking lot until they finally arrested him for drunk driving. Is this Liam? Oh, never mind. Is this Liam again? No. Then we got story number two. Some guy got busted for drunk driving on the highway. What is happening? On a lawnmower. Uh, why? Like, how much How much giddy up does your lawnmower? You got a riding oh, one, man. right? man. It's zippy. I could I could get places quickly. Okay. I'll take back my snarky comment. Probably not like to Logan in 25 minutes like I do right now, or but course, yeah, probably right. to Logan in maybe 40. Hold its own in like a, you know, a foot race. It's pretty impressive. Okay. And yeah, then story number 3. We got a guy who robbed the same 7-Eleven four times this summer. What dude, they'll know you. They just they just make the smoothies a different way like what I don't know. What is it about that 7-Eleven? I don't know. I don't know. There you go. Three crazy stories. There's no denying that if someone gets out of their normal mind and takes a lawnmower out on the highway, the road in general, it's it's a dude. It's 100% always a dude. Uh, yeah. AJ McCall for the Stranger Bridgeland, Florida, not on VFX. The question is, like, what do you say in your mind before you make the decision, you know, to pull up the on-ramp or down the off-ramp, whatever it is to get on the highway? I mean, Adam, any guesses? Let's do this. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Here we go. Three, three full stories, please, McCall. Okay, story number one. Some guy got arrested for impaired driving the other night after he wouldn't stop slowly driving in circles in a police parking lot. I mean, if that's not the definition of, hey, come arrest me, I don't know what is. Yeah, I guess it was 1.45 in the morning. The cop saw him slowly driving in circles, weaving in between parked cars and flashing his headlines on and off for some reason. The officer talked to him and said, hey, buddy, stop. And the guy said no and just kept doing it. So, <laughs> Hey, get out of my parking lot. No. no. That's what you're getting from it. Dude must have been listening to something that was just really jamming then. Well, the two cops and police cruisers eventually boxed him in, got him to stop the car and arrested him. So there's story one. We got story number two. Some guy got pulled over last week for drunk driving on the highway on a lawnmower. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Caught the cop's attention. For sure, for sure. Uh, he was going way under the 55-mile-an-hour speed limit. I'm really curious how fast he was going, I really though. want to know the question, because I was going to make a snarky comment when McCall gave the headline. I was like, wait, call how f- zippy is your ride? And then she was like, oh, it's pretty zippy. I'm like, all right, never mind. Never mind. I've seen mopeds on the highway, and, and so... Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. I'm curious. I'm, I'm curious. I'll have to. I'll have to look that one up. And then we got story number three. Thirty-two-year-old guy got arrested after robbing the same Seven Eleven four different times this summer. The first one happened on July fifteenth. Then the second on August twenty-second. 
August 29th, and then September 6th. So like he shows up and they're like, hey man, it's the usual. Yeah, that's right. A corn dog, a slushie, and all the money in the register. And all of the money in the register. He stole stuff off the shelves, took cash from the register, assaulted an employee. Not really clear if it was the same employee all four times, but... Uh, Where's Greg? He quit because of the stress. Oh man, I really liked Robin Greg. He was nice. I know, he was nice. I guess I just gotta rob you. <laughs> so there you go. Three crazy stories. Oh gosh. All right, Adam, so the two stories, you got drug driving and donuts. Though, for what it's worth, the joke was we heard from Liam. He wasn't drunk, but he was doing donuts and then cried himself out of a ticket. Uh, and that was up in Alaska. Then we got the drunk lawnmower, which, Florida. Or uh, you got the, the, the guy who robbed the same place four times. Like, story one, two, or three, what are you feeling? Uh, <laughs> almost all of them, but I would probably, probably the second one. You know, I think that's fair because if you think about it, while the dude in story number three has deserved his spot here, if he can get away three times from the same place, he must have been doing something right initially. I mean, sure. Right in getting away with it, not like morally right. right. Just Thank so we're you. all clear. Thank Jeez. you. Thank you for clearing <sighs> clearing that up. Call is it story number two? It is. Congratulations. <gasps> Jeez. We've got you hooked up with a Johnny Ospud Nuts gift card. Hang on the line. We'll grab some info from you, okay? Thank you. Oh, yeah. I really, I really need to clear that. Like, all of a sudden, McCall's like, I don't know. AJ, uh, AJ sounds like Robin 7 Eleven. This is a good idea. He thinks it's a great idea. It's not. By the way, no. I did a little bit of research. Please tell me how fast that lawnmower is going. Uh, the first thing that came up when I said, What's the top speed of a riding lawnmower? Mm. is 150.99 miles an hour. What lawnmower is <laughs> moving that fast? It's uh, Honda's fastest lawnmower. Broke the world record for speed. So uh, that's not your normal lawnmower. Uh, top speed, we're talking like 15 miles an how, hour. How would you feel safe on a lawnmower moving? Like, there's no cabin. I, like, you're barely sitting on anything. I accidentally ran over, like, our kid. I'm sorry. Like, like how would you. <laughs> I, I couldn't see him. So like, so like someone's like, oh man, mowing our yard's going to take like half an hour. That dude rolls up. He's like, it's going to take 15 seconds. Like, what? what? It would be the choppiest, choppiest lawn job I've ever seen. Congratulations to Adam. He wins Florida not on VFX. Next week, we're going to have everyone get qualified. We've got a pass to get you into Stranger Bridgeland. So all of the winners next week for the Stranger Bridgeland, Florida, not are going to get entered in. Be ready because the Paranormal Expo is coming in October. It's going to be amazing. I'm so excited. Normally, I have McCall interpret any weird dreams that I have, but I found something. Apparently, there's a fairly common dream for people that nothing specific. It's not like you're dreaming of unicorns or rhinoceros with an elephant nose or nothing like that. Okay. It's about food. I've never had this kind of dream before. Oh, I can't wait. I'm sure I probably have. Maybe. Okay. I'm going to, you know, no, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say you haven't. Uh, Fine. Now to say that someone has a dream about food, that wouldn't be weird. But apparently 45% of people dream about what they're going to eat the next day. Yes. Oh, okay. So I was immediately wrong. You have done this then. Uh I've never done this. Um, hmm. Let me tell you a fun little story. (laughs) AJ McCall at VFX. I struggle, um, when in... Maybe high pressure situations, not high stress, but more like pressure, right? Um, So take, for example, when I was working at the bank, I used to dream about like how I was going to sell whatever the next day. Usually it has to do with sales type of a thing, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, Same thing with like this last weekend. I dreamed about the things that I was doing all weekend long. like. 
oh, hey, I'm going to have to get up and go to a fair tomorrow. Oh, you know what I'm going to have there? Food. You know what I'm actually going to have there? Carne asada fries. I dreamed about carne asada fries. And then maybe the like potentially could have caused like, you know, me to have food poisoning. But beside the point, I still dreamed about it. Maybe your dream was warning you. Maybe it was. I just like dreaming about food. I've dreamed about food before, but it's never been like I've never dreamed to myself and thought, oh, man, I dreamed about tacos. I'm going to get some tacos. Because, like, no, I just, I don't understand. I do understand. I just think, like, when it comes to dreams, I, my dreams are never normal. So, like, but, literally, yeah. dreaming about food the next day would be just, that would be weird for me because I'd be like, wait a minute, what? Like, where was all the weird animals or the monsters? Or I was running for my life from a tiny dolphin. Like, what are we, what are we right, doing? Right. But yeah, apparently you can dream yourself into be like, Sushi, I'm doing it. Dream told me. Let's make it happen. See, that's honestly, that's a really common thing for me. Sushi, especially because I'll I'll have dreams about like eating sushi. And then the next day I'm like, oh, my gosh, I really want sushi. There's your icebreaker. Yeah. Or <laughs> or like Dustin's brother. We were where were we going? I don't even remember. He said something about sushi and how he hates it. And all I could think about was like sushi. <laughs> and I was like, dude, I love sushi. He incepted that in your mind. I love sushi. I hate sushi. She's I got to have some. Now. I got to have it. <laughs> delicious speaking of food the next day look I don't, I don't know about anybody else i've never had any luck with these class action lawsuits but my favorite is the headline if you've ever bought chicken in the last 10 years hmm, uh, suspicious that applies to a lot of people i think yeah me included class action lawsuits always honestly at this point are you numb to them because i'm like oh there's a class action lawsuit yeah eh, whatever yeah right it's like i know this is turning every i know this is turning their world upside down but meh AJ McCall at VFX. But again, when I saw what it said, you may be entitled to a class auction settlement if you bought chicken in the past decade. I was like, well. I did that. I have done that. Yeah. So apparently what has happened is that big chicken companies limited supplies on purpose to keep the price of chicken up. Mm-hmm. And somebody figured it out. So now oh. they have to pay out a total of $181 million. <sighs> Darn those kids. They always find me <laughs> up. The problem is. That to qualify, you have to have bought chicken in one of 23 states between 20, uh, 2009 and December of last year. Is Utah one of them? Utah is one of them. Woo, I did that. So if, I was I lived here, yeah, I, and I had chicken. I did. I'm with you. Wow. So we're entitled to some money. The problem is it's only $181 million, and how many people, like you think, bought chicken in the last 11 years? Look, man. Yes. The one thing that I always love whenever I look at these settlement lawsuits and whatever, because I was a part of one that I ended up getting something back on. I don't remember specifically what it was. I mean, like iPhones have done it before. And I know that I've had stuff with that with Apple. And uh, I want to say it was a bank. And so I was like, oh, okay. So then I got my check and it was like $2.98 or something. I'm like, do you remember the nah. the credit? Was it uh, Equifax or whatever it yeah, was? Yeah, had the yeah. data breach, and I, I, I right. qualified. I did too. And I said, and then they said, "Well, too many to be signed up." So then nothing happened. That's I got right. nothing. I know. I forgot all I, about I was that. One of the people. I was too. I forgot all about that. So wow! Thanks for reminding yeah, me. No and now I'm mad. If you go to overchargedforchicken.com, you can <laughs> register for everything. It just started. I think this past Saturday, you can get signed up. That's a great website, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I'm gonna click on it again here. And, and now we have a virus on uh, Maybe I figured it was probably smart if I click on it here first, but I looked at it last night <laughs> to see if Utah was one of the states. So check it out. 
but you can get signed up and again you're probably entitled like can honestly can we do a trade out as opposed to like the two dollars they're gonna send me like here's two dollars and 14 cents can they just send me like a pack of chicken breasts because I'll, I'll probably they, get more no. use out of that than the two bucks <laughs> don't worry it's not gonna be two dollars no because if you get two dollars worth of chicken breasts it's like literally this big of a chicken uh, nugget a chicken. size <laughs> You're like barely a chicken nugget. Sorry. Am I going to sign up? Yes, because it's free money. Unless they go, too many people signed up. We can't do this. Which doesn't make any sense. In the Equifax thing, it's like, hey, we screwed up. We have to pay people some money. Oh, we really got to pay a lot of people a lot of money. So, uh, no. We're just actually going to turn it over and uh, roll it over into future investments. Sorry, that budget's been allocated. That's what this garbage is. Because they're like, it's $181 million for... I don't know, arguably probably 181 million people. Now, will they all sign up? No, but I think most of them will. And be like, eh, you know how we like totally were hosing you on the chicken prices the last decade? <laughs> Here's two bucks to make up for it. Hope, th- hope we're good. Sucks, buddy. Here's a sticker. Have a good day. Dude, I want a sticker. No, you don't. You heard yesterday. We have a, You have anxiety over stickers. I, know. I just want to look at them. <laughs> I don't want to have it because it's too much responsibility. Because what if I put it on the wrong spot? I don't know what I'm going to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't know what I'm going to do with it. Nope. Uh, maybe, maybe you could stick it on your car. No. And you could take it with you wherever you go. Absolutely not. Uh, this, I think that's a good idea. No. Maybe you could mark terrible Parker cars so they can't get rid of that insignia. Like, hey, here's okay. a jerk. Yeah, done. Friday, conclusion of Park Narcs. We're going to meet them once again. AJ McCall on VFX. Friday means the conclusion of Park Narcs. And I tell you, I've been spending all week trying to rack my head around, rack my brain, head, the whole thing around what hell nominee number one is doing this honda civic and i have got nothing i'm glad that you have got nothing because me too and i'm glad that you're not in the headspace to be able to like justify it like was it what did they drive through because if you look at the picture it's pinned on top of our facebook page and you should vote like it looks like they're parked before we stop maybe it's a parking lot either way they're in the middle of a driving area like did they look in their rear view mirror see the stop i'm like oh okay stop oh got it i must (laughs) must now obey sign got it got it Cool, 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 cool. What is happening? I don't know, man. That's nominee number one. Nominee number two is the Rubicon, the Jeep that can drive mountains and conquer Mount Rushmore if you wanted to, but it can't apparently can't figure out where it's supposed to park or not. Or nah. Apparently, being a Rubicon gives it a pass to park wherever it wants. Yes. No, just no. It's parked in the stripy spots that it's not allowed to park in because it doesn't have one of those special passes to say, hey, you can park in the stripy spots. Correct. Stupid. Pin to the top of our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. Make sure you go and vote for Park Narcs. And if you have a Park Narc nominee, submit it to our social media. It's really easy. Utah's VFX, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Speaking of questionable driving decisions, since I almost got run over yesterday, I want to have once and for all the discussion on how we're going to handle crosswalks. Oh, man. Because I almost got hit by a car and I feel like I'm warranted in having a discussion to finally decide this for good. Okay. What kind of story would I get on CashValleyDaily.com if I got ran over? Local DJ, Decent ran one. over. Just like a paragraph? Probably. AJ McCall at VFX. was walking home from work yesterday, mm-hmm. and I want to have a discussion on crosswalks because here's my <laughs> they issue. They suck. <laughs> I have no problem as an individual walker waiting until traffic has cleared because, right. fun fact, I am never going to win a fight with a vehicle. That's weird. It's not going to happen. That's weird. So, like... Yesterday, there's an intersection near my house where there's a crosswalk, but there's no stop sign for the traffic going that way. Right. My instinct is to just let the cars go because you're stopping traffic 
And if someone's not paying attention, it seems like a good way to get rear-ended, and I will walk when traffic is clear. Right. What happened is the car coming towards me stopped, and they had the right blinker on. So they flipped the right blinker on, they saw me, and they stopped. I was like, all right, fine, I'm going to go. The car behind them was going to go straight, shot around them, and then stopped six six to ten feet from running me over. Okay. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And then I ran back. And they're like, no, go. And they looked down because they were like, oh, my gosh, I just murdered, almost murdered someone. And I was like, so I want to have the discussion on how we're going to handle this because, to me, it's just easier vehicles to just go and then I'll go at my time when it's a crosswalk without a stoplight. Just I'll go when traffic is gone. Yes. For the most part. I literally just pulled up Utah State traffic laws when it comes to pedestrians because I was like, we need to know. We need to know, right? Majority of the time, I'm, 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 I'm pedestrians yielding the right of way, uh, pedestrian crossing a crosswalk at any point other than within a marked crosswalk or within any unmarked crosswalk in an intersection shall yield the right of way to vehicles on the roadway. Okay. See, that mean, to me it makes sense because even but, if I jog, it's going to take me a handful of seconds. Right. The car's going to go through in one second. Right. But if you are in a crosswalk, if there is a crosswalk, it sounds as if see, cars I, must yield to you. So I get, see, this is my issue. So that makes sense because people treat those things like they're force fields, those white lines. Yes. What I, what I have an issue with, and I know it's nice, I'm trying to be nicer about this, but if I have it stepped across the street, do not stop if you're not at a stop sign. Just please go. Because that's what it, that's what I've run into that bugs me is that you stop and I'm like you're one of these times you're gonna get rear-ended and it's gonna be just because you wanted to let me go like just go it'll it'll be two seconds and then I can go right if I'm having a bad day and I'm complaining about two seconds like I'm still the jerk in this situation but since I almost got ran over I feel like we should have this discussion and I wanted to sort it out so I think just unless they're out like you see them like if they're doing the floaty dance like oh, should, should, they're doing the deer thing like should, can I go can, do I go can, do can, I go can now I, can I go now <laughs> then maybe for the for the safety of not running someone over sure. But if you just see someone standing there, just just go. Just just go. Because car is going to beat person every single time. So, thank goodness I didn't get run over. Glad we established that. Whew. I'm Yeah, I'm reading through this. It says, pedestrians, except as provided under subsection 2, <laughs> the operator of a vehicle shall yield the right of way by slowing down or stopping if necessary to a pedestrian crossing the roadway within a crosswalk when the pedestrian is on the half of the roadway which the vehicle is traveling, shocker, right. or when the pedestrian is approaching closely from the opposite half of the roadway to be in danger. Yes. Pedestrian may not suddenly leave a curb or a place of safety and walk or run into the path of a vehicle, which is so close <laughs> as to constitute an immediate I swear, hazard. I did not do that. I did not be like, oh, I'm going. Uh, yeah. If a vehicle stopped at a crosswalk or any unmarked crosswalks at an intersection to permit a pedestrian to cross the roadway, the operator of any vehicle approaching from the rear may not overtake and pass the stopped vehicle. Okay, I mean, it's very much like... That's what happened. Yeah, you can't do that. And I almost died. Somebody should read these to Deer while we're at it, by the way. Hey, Deer, here's the rules for crossing roads while we're at it. No, they don't listen. They they, don't want to. They're so stubborn. They don't want to. Speaking of driving, yesterday for Facebook Roulette, the meme got shared about how people are terrified of driving in the big city, but they'll yeehaw 90 miles an hour on a dirt road. Yes. So... That's going to be what we're getting to for the poll of the day. What is really more terrifying? And I know not the back roads themselves. There's a couple added stipulations to it. You know, the ones where creepy and crawlies and paranormal would like to fester. Right. You know who you are, people that are like, no, I can't drive in the big scary city. It's scary. Big scary city. But if it's a dirt road, yeah, yeehaw, 90 miles an hour. Nobody's here. Uh, AJ says we know who we are. It's me. Hi. 
And Ashley. Hi. I'm dating one of you. That's right. It's not me. <laughs> AJ McCall at VFX. The question is, though, let's add a few more stipulations. And this is going to be the poll of the day. Great. Which one would be scary? Because the big city, no one's going to be like, yeah, you know, Chicago, San Francisco, L.A., all Salt Lake. I love it. Yeah, give me more of that. I love it. I'm a fan. Yeah. That, though, driving in a big city or country back road, middle of the night, poorly lit, and just for funsies, because I don't think anyone really knows their way about most big cities, you have no idea where you are. You have a general vicinity. Like, you know you're in Utah and you know you're near wherever. I'm <laughs> near far west, whatever it is. Right. But you don't know exactly where you are. You're like my dad. He goes, hey, you can use that GPS. He goes, no, I, I know where we're going. I got this. Um, my dad. My answer is because I live in Utah and I have for my whole life. I would lost be, on dirt roads in the back, back country. Yes, very many times. <laughs> there are very many times that I've gotten lost on the dirt roads in the back country. Um, I would say that is more an option for me. Less scary. Yeah, of less scary, depending on where we're at. Because if I'm on like back roads in the mountains, different story. Yeah, Bigfoot's up there. Well, yeah, Bigfoot's up there and there's rocks and like, you know, (laughs) why am I on this road? Oh my gosh, it drops off. It's actually an ATV trail. My bad. Like (laughs) there's, that's, that's where my issue lies, but. Like wheels of some kind. Country, like rural back roads, I am not worried about. <laughs> they end up tying to a main road eventually. If you were to say like rural vernal back roads, that they're, they tie to a uh, oil field, some oil well somewhere, <coughs> that's more scary. Vern's on the line. Vern, which would be worse to you, driving in a big city or driving in uh, back country roads in the middle of the night? Driving in big city. Why? Because uh, people annoy me. Like, what are you doing? Get out of my way. Bingo. I'm going to carry a box of hammers and just start throwing them out the window at you. That's a lot. I kind of support this. Is everybody on? Because to me, like... Well, I'm I'm an old country boy, basically. I mean, Logan City is way too big for me to begin with. I I mean, no one's going to be, like, driving in the big city is my favorite. But there's just something about, like, it's not just driving back roads. It's, like, dark back roads, especially since I've learned of all the creepy paranormal stuff in Utah. I'm just terrified. Like, at any given moment, the car's going to break down and be like, oh, here we go. It happens. Yep. That's why you got, like, uh, towing on your... That's right. And that box of hammers. Mm -hmm. And that box of hammers. And a box of hammers. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. You don't ever see that one on the uh, thing that you're supposed to have in your car, right? Sack of hammers. No one ever suggests that one. Sack of hammers. <laughs> Dangerous. We on the AJ and McCall show do not condone throwing sacks of hammers at people. No, individually, of course. You want to spread out your ammo. You don't want to run out in just one no. big hoof. No. <laughs> How dare you? I'm just being diligent with my ammunition here. Okay. The answer, though, is the scariest one is, is back roads where you have no idea where you are. It's the middle of the night. That's how... Horror movies start. That's how, like, oh, yeah, we liked AJ. He was a really good dude. Like, he went camping one time, and then no one heard from him again. Like, that's how all those stories start. Yeah, but you're not camping on a back road. You're camping in the mountains. Yeah, but how do you get to camping? Well, that's You the drive thing. in the middle the, of look, nowhere. We already put the caveat on there. We're not in the mountains. Because if we're in the mountains, I'm accidentally on an ATV trail, and suddenly we're at a incline of like 97 degrees another one of those stories oh i was driving all of a sudden i saw bright lights red eyes sharp teeth all happen that way every single one you know if i just like if i just pull over and take a nap it's not my problem (laughs) (laughs) nope 100 not not gonna happen i will drive through the night half asleep or not i like recall strategy though eventually if you go one direction you'll find a main road at some point i mean you will you will 
as long as you're not in Vernal, as long as you're not in the oil field area, because if you're in the oil field area, you're going to end up finding a well. That's how you get murdered. Okay. Pass. McCall, you head west long enough, you'll find the ocean. It's true. Thermo Fisher poll of the day, Utah's VFX on our Instagram. Which is scarier, big city driving or back road middle of the night driving? Weddings are supposed to be a great celebration where you celebrate with friends and family. They're magical moments. Sure. And you want everyone to be there that's possible that you like sharing that with. Yes. However, if someone has passed away, I know it's something old, something blue, whatever. Someone passed away in it, like, pass, right? Yeah. Now, I know the saying is something something old, something new, something borrowed, something blue. Bingo. And uh, what, is it bad luck not to admit by that? It's just tradition. You're so, yeah, it's just tradition. Like some kind of witch, I mean, I think curse. I, I don't know that there's a witching curse or anything, but I think people are like, oh, you better get married with this stuff because it, it's turned out great. So if we frame it that way, this may make this better. Remember, this person is reaching out to us for advice, so we probably ought to not make fun of them a ton. Otherwise, okay. they probably won't come back. Yes. AJ McCall for the Automations Group Debate Today. This message came in on our Facebook page. said, my mom got married to my dad two months after I was born. The night of the wedding, my mom passed away. Oh, boy. She was still in her wedding dress when it happened. Now it's my turn to get married, and we still have her dress. I've wanted to wear the same wedding gown my mother wore on her wedding day. I'm roughly the same size, so the dress fits me great. My fiancé, however, thinks this is really creepy and is requesting that I don't do this. He thinks it's a bad omen. It's really important to me to wear this dress. I want to honor my mother, and I could do that by wearing the, her dress during my wedding. Yes, I know she died in it, but that doesn't creep me out. What do you all think? Hmm... She's I don't know. Or that's the sound of a demon. I'm not sure which one. It's obviously the sound of a demon. I wasn't sure. Like, we're dealing with the, the passed away wedding dress. It could be cursed. Who I, knows? I have no idea. <laughs> I have. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's <laughs> Al Lewis, everybody. The legendary Al Lewis. So I do the debate at eight. <laughs> He was so excited. <laughs> Should I ask him what he thought about the wedding dress? He's so excited. He was so. It's worth he noting. He's been doing radio for like 50 years. He knows the on-air lights on. Oh, That's man. just how jazzed he He's was. He's so excited. He oh got a brand, new, <laughs> a brand new picture. Okay, okay, okay. So as far as the wedding dress thing goes, we got to circle back. I'm, I'm All right, like I'm going to give you a second. I'm going to give you a second. McCall's going to go offline for a second because Kristen's nice enough to be on the air. Kristen, what do you think about this mom's passed away wedding dress that the daughter wanted to wear it? Yeah, it's totally weird. I mean, I understand wanting to, like, honor your mom and to bring a little something old to the, the, like, the marriage. And, you know, you're supposed to bring something new, something old, something blue, whatever. I get it. But, like, she died in it? I mean, that's insane. Like, that's too much. That's that's too much mom uh, that I need on my wedding day. Like if you want to take like a fabric of it and like sew it into your new dress, mm, like that's, that's fine. But to wear the thing she died in is a little much. I, I'm with you. Like dry cleaning for breezing, uh, holy water. There's just not enough for me to, I think, put something on that somebody died in. No. Yeah. And especially if other people know that she died in it, it just makes it super uncomfortable for everybody. Yeah. Well, they know about it now. Cause we're talking about it. Yeah. Uh, I, I couldn't do it. Like, I'm not wearing a wedding dress, as far as I know. I don't know. I haven't gotten there. Maybe I will. But if someone had passed away in, frankly, anything, a bed, a car, like, pass. Like, I'm good. I don't need that. I'm, mm -mm. I don't think they make holy Febreze for me to be like, all right, and the demons are gone. <laughs> they have, they, I mean, but you don't know that she was, she's, we don't know that she's a demon. 
You don't know that that's the case. You don't know what kind of a okay. spirit energy there Good is associated with it. I don't want to. I'm not making the assumption that our listener's mom was a demon. I'm just saying the paranormal is not something I want to mess with if I can actively choose not to. I feel like if you were to sit down, and I'm not saying do witchcraft, but. <laughs> <laughs> This is the solution. Like, I'm wrong for the demon thing. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I just feel like if you were to, like, sit down and, you know, try and figure out whether... I just... I don't know. I think if you were to wear it, if it's an honor to your mom, yes. I think it kind of depends on what happened. Because, like, how did she die? Was she murdered? If she was uh, murdered, then no. you're talking, like, no. very bad no. juju. She was, she, it was a health problem. If I, I think that there's nothing wrong with that. I think there's absolutely also, nothing wrong with to that. To your husband, if if you come in with a wedding dress with the same excitement that Al busted into the debate at eight, I think it's going to be hard to say no to you, honestly. I, yeah, for real. <laughs> Cash Valley Secrets. Start that with a confession. How about the fact that there are things that people just think are amazing that just flat out aren't? There are things that are great. They're not. Yeah. They're really not. While I was traveling in Europe, a lot of the places we went to, they had these things that said, we cater and you can use this for your picnic basket because they were like pastry type places, bakery type places where you could just order one, I guess, and they throw one together and you could take it out. Right. And you're obviously in Europe and it's romantic and yeah. Right. Bingo. AJ McCall on VFX for the Automatrix Group debate today. Ashley, my girlfriend, is one of those people who thinks it's romantic. And I got to tell you, I don't think picnics are that great. Okay. Bugs. Yeah. Outside, finding the right spot, potentially mm-hmm. getting murdered, as we've already covered a couple times already. Yeah. Uh, I just, I, I think people, like, I had this discussion with Ajay. The other thing I found in Europe is the last they were there, it rained really hard. And everybody thinks that walking in the rain, right, is it's, it's romantic. You're under the umbrella, you're together. You can't fit two people under the umbrella and be completely dry. It no. just doesn't work. No. So add both of those romantic ideas that have been romanticized to the moon. Crash. To the garbage. And no. Like Directly. mosquitoes, box elder bugs, flies, ants, pass. Yeah. Just not that great. And then you, what are you going to pack? Is it going to be easy to put together? No, it just, it's dumb. I think that weddings are perceived as great. Weddings. I think How picnics, dare you? Picnics. Picnics are perceived as great and they're pass. They suck. I don't mind picnics, but when I grew up, we used to go out on picnics with my family and our idea of a picnic was... Kentucky Fried Chicken, and then we go sit in the park. So it would be something. <laughs> See, that's, that's the speed version yeah, of a picnic. It was, it was yeah. something along those yeah. lines, yeah, but mostly Kentucky Fried Chicken because the in, in Brigham City, I grew up in Brigham City, and Brigham City has a KFC Taco Bell combo, and my mom was like I'm obsessed. Dude, she was she was like obsessed with those uh, Incheritos, <laughs> and so it was like, Fine, we'll go, but I'm getting an enchilada, and then we'd have to get chicken because I was like, but I want that, and they were like, no, you can't have that. No, you can't have that. Much too good for children. Mm, you'll hate it. It's spicy. <laughs> Thanks, mom. Okay, that version. I, I don't know. That needs to be a different term for McCall's version of it's a called. A, it's called lunch. It's called lunch yeah. in a park. That's out, what it is. Yeah, outdoor lunch. All right, yeah. outdoor lunch I can get with because it's smaller, but the blanket right. out, the fruits, and all that. No, it's an unmitigated mess. It's going to attract bugs. Yeah. Nick, Cash Valley Secrets, this is the confession. Things that seem great but totally aren't. Nick is on the line. Nick, what about you? What's something everybody thinks is great but you don't you don't care for? <laughs> concerts. Oh. Everyone thinks concerts are great, but it's just a disaster, and it's horrible every time you go. Like, first of all, 
you got to stand up the whole time. And if you don't stand up, the people in front of you are going to stand up. So you have to stand up or you get like looked at because you don't want to stand up during the concert. And then like it's super loud. So your ears are ringing when you leave. And then it takes two hours to get out of the parking lot. It's oh. just a disaster. Who, who is the worst person you've seen in concert? Uh, Garth Brooks. <gasps> How dare you? <laughs> sure, I'm appalled. The show was fine. But it took me three hours to get out of the parking lot. Plus, you're just like crammed in with everyone and they're all loud. I just want to sit and watch a show. Like, why is everybody standing up? Sit down. Don't sing the song. Get out of the way. Okay, look, you, you have like, you have stepped in holy territory here. Don't okay. sing the song. How dare you, sir? So you didn't like the experience of being, how about let me just get you a virtual concert, okay? Why did you buy tickets, okay? They're also cheap tickets. Garth Brooks is a cheap concert to go to because he wants everybody to be able to access them. So it's all the same price. So how dare you? <laughs> uh. <laughs> I have no kind words to be said. I believe there. what I heard was things uh, things that uh, would be or things that everyone think are great that aren't was Nick for McCall. I think is is what we're hearing. Bingo. I think is what we- <laughs> Look, I really Nick. I really appreciate you calling in. I really, really do. I really do. But Garth Brooks is literally one of the best concerts I've ever been to. I've been twice. I will go probably 12 more times uh, if he goes 12 more times. Yeah, I just want to throw out here real quick. Somebody text us in, VFX, wear the damn dress. It's fine. Who cares? Also, get Al Lewis as a guest host once in a while for VFX. He'd be a fun addition to the AJ and McCall show Dude, once in a blue. <laughs> I think it would be hilarious. I no argument with that. Can we, let's do like an Al Lewis hot take. <laughs> that would be hilarious. I'm on board. Those we're going to do it. Thank you, for the, thank you for the suggestion. You know, actually, for those who don't know, we're going to recap the story because it came to its conclusion so quick recap for those who didn't uh, hear the debate at eight. <laughs> By the way, it's always its own podcast. So search for AJ and McCall anywhere podcasts are on Utah's VFX. So the, the question was, somebody sent us a message because someone, a woman is getting married. Her mom passed away in her wedding dress. She wants to wear her wedding dress. Her mom's wedding dress. Yes, yes her mom's wedding dress. You know, fiance, other people tell her it's creepy. So read the message and then I asked McCall, what do you think? You may notice that on the AJ and McCall show, there's a mysterious third voice that's going to appear in the background. Take a listen. She's I don't know. Or that's the sound of a demon. I'm not sure which one. It's obviously the sound of a demon. I wasn't sure. Like, we're dealing with the, the passed away wedding dress. It could be cursed. I, I have no idea. <laughs> I have. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> It's Al Lewis, everybody. The legendary Al Lewis. So I do the debate at eight. <laughs> so the legendary Al Lewis busts into our studio. Now, for those unfamiliar with the way studios work, there's a there's a box that sits atop our door. That's a little black box. And when we're on air, it flashes red on air lights. He has one in his studio. We have one in ours. Everybody has one in the building. It was very evident what was going on. We were on the air, and he was very excited because he got a brand new picture. And he said he's been waiting for this picture for months. It's a massive it's cardboard huge. flat box. Wow. Like it was like gigantic. Six by five. He said he, like he couldn't wait to hang it up in the studio across the way. And we're like, wait, yeah, we can't wait. Cannot wait. It sits in the hallway. Up comes... Will with the with the pocket knife opens this thing up. It's a rolly thing, rolly mat. It's one of those plastic things you put on the ground so you can roll your chairs on the carpet. Al Lewis has been waiting for one of these for I don't even know how long because I have seen him in there cursing the (laughs) the floor for being carpet and not rollable. 
So I am like thrilled for him. Again, it was hilarious. To put this in perspective, he was so pumped. He said, damn your shows. I'm going to tell you how excited I am. 50 years of radio or not, I'm <laughs> busting into an on-air studio. It was hilarious. So he got his rolling mat, everybody. <laughs> Woo! Rolling mat! Yay, Al. Everybody congratulate him. <laughs> Send a message to the KVNU Facebook page. <laughs> Only also to be punctuated, I think, by this great text message we got, which... Uh, the uh, last four, 8167, texted it, said, uh, wear the damn dress. It's fine. Who cares? Also, get Al Lewis as a guest host once in a while for VFX. He'd be a fun addition to the AJ and McCall show, Once in a Blue Moon. I want to do it. I want to have like an Al Lewis hot takes. One of my favorite most recent stories. We had to, so obviously in the age of COVID, we haven't had too many work get-togethers, right? right? So <laughs> one of the things we've done, the, the years we've been here... Uh. Is a work barbecue. Uh-huh. But we haven't done it in a while. So we had one this year because everybody's like, oh, we haven't done any get togethers. We should do like a big summer send off. So we do. The problem is, is that it rained that day. Mm-hmm. And so the barbecue got delayed. So we were told initially it was like 1130. Then it got pushed back to noon. And the next thing you know, it's like 1230. So some of the food is getting set out and legendary Al Lewis get a little cranky about well, waiting. Th- and the part about Al Lewis getting a little bit cranky, he didn't know that the the dinner or lunch had been pushed back. Because he was expecting, he looked at his email at 11.45 trying to figure out where everybody was because it was supposed to start at 11 or 11.30. So he was really confused. And so he looks at his email and sees that it's going to start at 12. And he's like, what? What, am I just supposed to sit here and look at the food? <laughs> Al, you go. I'll follow you. That's what he said. Al went. I followed him. Food was had. We demolished like oh, two whole racks of 15 ribs. 15 whole racks of everybody ribs. Everybody eventually got in there. Oh, it was so was good. Like, oh, food. I don't mind if I do. <laughs> Uh, uh, Al Lewis, everybody. We we love him. A list was released, McCall, of the sneaky things that people do in the bathroom. And number one on the list I have a huge issue with because I don't think the acoustics are great for it. Sing? Uh-oh. No, it's not sing. Oh, good. I'm pretty sure I always heard the bathroom acoustics were great for singing. Yeah, that's why I was like, is that no, what it is? No, okay, it's, okay. it's the exact opposite. If singing is an expression of some form of joy or happiness, it's the exact opposite Oh, of that. no. I'm not going to say that McCall's necessarily a crying expert. I'm just going to say that when it comes to an expert opinion, I feel confident in taking her advice when it comes to places to cry. Thank you. Take that for what it is. Thanks. AJ and McCall on VFX. I'm not saying you cry a lot. I'm just saying, like, if I needed to ask a question about the best places to cry, the most comfortable positions to cry in... I feel like your opinion would carry some weight. That's mm-hmm. all I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Thank you. Wow, that's really nice. Oh, I feel that. So, so sweet. A list was released. What are you going to do? Cry about it? Mm-hmm. A list was released. I'm starting right now. Of some of the most unusual and also uh, sneaky things that people do in the bathroom. And number <laughs> one on the list was cry. And I, <laughs> okay. get, I get the concept because... Like, no one's going to barge in, like, a la Legendary Al Lewis into a debate at eight. Right. Be like, hey, look at what's going on. But also, I feel like the acoustics of both bathrooms do not lend themselves to crying secretly. So, like, I get the privacy part, but it's also, to me, not private. Well, the thing is, when it comes to, if you're if you're talking, like, a public restroom. Well, any. Okay. So, public restrooms, obviously, you have your stalls that you are privately encompassed in. Yeah. Nobody's going to be like... Why are you crying in here? Nobody's kicking down the door to see what's going on. Like, it's more, it's still more private because you don't know who's crying. And so nobody's going to be like, hey, are you okay? Like, it's not going to happen. I, I, th- I mean, to me, Unless like, you're in a lady's bathroom and it's like a party night. <laughs> Different story. Yeah. To me, a closet makes way more sense. I'm not going to go be like, excuse me, can I go in the supply closet for a minute? Thanks. Don't announce it. Well, 
so what? You just wait for somebody to walk in? You wait for like legendary Al Lewis to open the door and see you sitting in the corner all curled up crying? What are the the odds that they're going to open the closet? What are the odds that they're not going to? Very good. I feel very confident the statement is very good. They're not going to open the closet. I don't know. I feel comfortable. Like in this workplace, I would go, not the small conference room. There's too much foot traffic. Obviously not the conference room. It's too big. The bathroom is the best option here. Nah, outside. I would go cry like between the storage sheds right here. That's where I would go cry. I'm going to go cry in between the storage sheds. I'm sure there's a camera out there. Everybody's going to see you. That would be terrible. Yeah. This week well, on you, Cry Cram. Cry Cam. Cry Cam. Oh, look, it's AJ again. Nah, poor kid. <laughs> He'll get through it. <laughs> yeah, there's no good places to cry in this building. Yeah, the bathroom is the option. That's why people are like, yeah, I go to the bathroom to this go cry sucks. because that's where the option is. There's not even like a, there's a couch up front if you want to be like. I'll go cry behind the the, the sound racks because it makes so much noise no one would hear me and what about someone's going to walk back there? It's very fair. I mean, while I'm crying, I'm obviously going to disconnect some stuff and knock stuff off the air, but you know, shouldn't have made me cry. AJ doesn't AJ doesn't cry peacefully within a bubble. AJ flails violently all the time. So much. He's he's a he's a sobbing flailer. (laughs) Flailing sobber is probably the better way to be able to phrase that. Uh, I no, I don't think the bathroom is a good place to cry. Six eight two five five is the number to text. Start your text with VFX. Not we're all we're all tough and would never you know we're just too tough to cry. Oh, get the heck out of here! We're breaking down the stigma. Everybody's crying all the time. You have emotions and it's okay to feel them. In your workplace, let's say workplace, where would you go to cry? I mean, I guess I could go to the courtyard, but there's windows and everybody has so their many. offices there. That, that track, like this is the hallway everybody walks through. I know. That's what I'm saying. I don't like That's that. That's why bathroom. I lay on this floor right That's here smart, under the window you. and cry there. Yeah, just me. I hear you. I'm in here. Or yes. sometimes both producer brothers and I. Yeah. And then AJ's like, are you good? Do you need anything? I'm like, don't talk to me. Yeah. I don't know how to do this. I'm just going to have a breakdown. I'll be okay. Yeah. I hope you have a good time. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> we love it. 68255. Then over to text. Start your text with VFX in your workplace. You just have to cry. Where are you going to get some privacy so you can just cry your eyes out? Uh. (laughs) Make sure you never miss any of Utah's hottest music like Psycho, Ruby Rose, Dixie. On Utah's VFX, stream us online or get our mobile app, Utah's VFX, totally free in the App Store. Now the coveted weekly title of the worst Parker in Cache Valley. AJ McCall at VFX, of course, heading towards the end of the year tournament, which... I don't know if you guys checked today, September 17th. Dude, it's the weirdest to think about because I was talking to somebody the other day, and this has been, I don't know, probably less than a week ago, and they said, you know, there's like 103 shopping days until Christmas. And I was like, why would you say that? <laughs> why would you say that to me? So that end of the year tournament's coming up where we find the worst park narker of 2021. That being said, nominee number one this week is the Honda who decided, I blend in, nobody goes here. Oh, there's a stop in my rear view. Pick your case. It is one of the few exceptions that I... Can't wrap my head around entirely. Like, no one knows exactly what's happening. For the most part, it's, you know, you can think people are quick. They didn't read whatever it is. It's like this one and maybe the one, that guy that parked in the hospital. Uh, Helicopter parking that. lot. That. Yeah. Like, those are the only two are like, what? How? How? What is going on? I That's that one's a high competitor for the end of your tournament. Oh, for sure. Strong. If it wins. If it wins. wins. Correct. We don't know yet. That's the whole point. Because we're just- Making get some last jabs, and that's you know. nominee number one. Nominee number two is the Rubicon, who said, "You know, I can conquer off road, and I can conquer all kinds of parking." Yeah. So decided stripy rectangle, special needs spot, don't have a pass. Rubicon, it's cool. I'm here. It's good. I'm fine. 
That being said, nominee number one is going to be a strong competitor Woo! for the end of the year because they are the winner. So congratulations to our narker who remain anonymous because you never reveal your sources. That's right. Then they stop being your sources. Correct. But we will reward our sources because the narker who took the picture of nominee number one is going to get hooked up with the Johnny O'Spudnuts gift card. If you see bad parking, submit it to our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Utah's VFX, we will find it. Only a few more weeks of weekly competition before we get to that tournament, so get entered in. It's crazy to think about. Yes. VFX's Facebook roulette. AJ and McCall, if you're friends with us on Facebook, that's AJ Knight, McCall Taylor. Your post could be the one we find right now and say, yes, it needs to be on the VFX Facebook page. Because we like and share. McCall, what do you got? Well, I went on my friend Chelsea's post, and it says, what's the harshest truth that you've learned? Someone responded and said, the world will not treat you better because you are a good person. Fair enough. True. I landed on my friend Susan. Uh, she shared a tweet, said, did it hurt when you realized you were telling a story and no one was listening, so you oh, stopped talking and no one noticed? No. I hate that. Yes, it did hurt, by the way. And yes, you win because, yeah, uh, there have been. Why did you do that? This is so nothing. Mean. Nothing. There have been like three times this week that that has happened to me. And I'm like, <sighs> OK, fine, fine. Look, I had a teacher, my first radio TV, my t- first radio experience, I had a teacher who decided my junior year, my second year in the program, he said, I'm going to start holding up a, my hand, one to five. How entertaining I how entertained I am by your story is the number. Closer to five, I'm more entertained. I get down to zero, I'm just going to walk away. Which is hard. But at the same time, it's also like, well, you know, the media you're in. It's a valuable lesson. Makes sense. It is. The it AJ Knight. Hurts. I just stopped talking to him for what it's worth. The AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor, find and add us across all social media. AJ and McCall together on Facebook and Instagram. Go find that. Um, everybody pray the rain away or at least pray the rain to move. Because Slightly. It's Utah, so like if it rains, it's for like 10 minutes or max. But with all the stuff going on this Saturday, like it would There's- be fine to not have it for till Sunday. Yeah, Monday, there's whatever. so much going on on Saturday just with, I mean, we got the Latino Festival that's going to be going on in uh, Logan. There's the Pride Festival that's going on as well. Vintage Market Days is going on. The Marathon's going on. The Walk to End Alzheimer's is going on. I know there's something else that's happening, but I don't remember what it is because everything is happening this weekend. So make sure to check out the community calendar at utahsvfx.com where you can also stream us, get the free app, search for AJ McCall anywhere podcasts are for anything you miss, like the legendary Al Lewis's guest appearance on the debated eight that took everyone by surprise. It was hilarious. And until Monday for the AJ McCall show. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX.